0: Yo, what is up, folks? It's your boy Sports PSP. Hope everyone is enjoying a fantastic evening. Tonight's episode of Commander's Demand, folks. Football season is officially back. Back this week. Of course, I'm going to give you my predictions on week one against the Arizona Cardinals. I'm going to talk about my predictions. I'm going to talk about the $40 million um, stadium upgrade at FedEx Field. And so much more regarding the washington commanders stay tuned because the commander's demand starts right now you're watching commander's demand with your host sports psp exclusively on the grid network Yo, what is up, folks? It's your boy Sports PSP in the building. Hope everyone is enjoying a fantastic evening. Welcome to another episode of Commander's Demand, folks. As you all know, it's only on the grid network. And um, before I talk about what I'm gonna discuss, please make sure, just a quick reminder, folks, Commander's Demand will be on Wednesday nights, but only on 9 30 p.m., only on the grid network. So I make sure I get that out there. It will be every Wednesday nights 9:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Grid Network. Man, we got a lot to talk about folks. Um hope everyone enjoyed a wonderful Labor's Day weekend and a lot of stuff. And folks, make sure you please go like and subscribe to the Grid Network, go like and subscribe to the Sports PSP podcast. New episode will be on Friday night. Man, folks, football Football, baby. Football season is back. And um, man, we gotta talk about the Arizona Cardinals versus the Washington Commanders. Week one of the NFL season, it will be the Washington Commanders will be at home. And I'm feeling very, very excited about this game because of folks. According to Scott Jennings of Hogshaven, want to make sure I give credit where credit is due. Um, I'm reading here, according to this article, Washington is a seven point favorite in this game, heading into this game against the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona's record last year was four and 13. Also, their star quarterback, Kyler Murray, will not be available due to an injury. Um, Of course, as you all know, folks, last year he suffered a torn ACL in the Monday night football game against New England Patriots. On top of that, first year with new head coach Jonathan Gannon. As for Washington, they are coming off an 8 and 8 and 1 season a year ago. And two months ago before the game, Washington was a 5.5 favorite against Arizona. So I want to make sure I give credit where credit is due to Scott Jennings of Hogshaven. And you know, folks, this is the type of game that Washington needs to win. And they should win because, first of all, if you look at Arizona Cardinals, if you look at the Arizona Cardinals right now, again, Kyler Murray, the number one overall pick who they drafted in 2019, will not play in this game. And if you look at the direction where the Arizona Cardinals are going, they are tanking the rest of the season. Now, why are they tanking the rest of the season? Because they're trying to get their hands on Caleb Williams, who, in a lot of eyes, is often compared to Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs. From the media and the public, a lot of draft experts. You know, uh, Caleb Williams is that type of dude. And I do believe once the Arizona Cardinals get the number one overall pick, you know, they're going to try to draft who's the best player out there. And that is Caleb Williams. But according to his father, Carl Williams, um, it has to depend on the type of situation. If it's a good situation and if the situation is beneficial for Caleb Williams, then and only then he should enter the NFL draft, according to Carl Williams, the father of Caleb Williams. um, This is what he said in an interview with uh, GQ. But That's the story for another day. Let's talk about this game between the Arizona Cardinals and Washington Commanders. First of all, we all know that Kyler Murray will not play. And on top of that, they acquired Josh Jobs, Josh Dobbs, um, who will play and who will start for the Arizona Cardinals. Washington should easily win that game, easily win that game. They are seven-point favorites in that game. And what I want to see in this game, if any game Sam Howell should ball out, it's without question this one. You're going up against a putrid, awful team right now at this point in the Arizona Cardinals. This is the type of game that Sam Howell, in my opinion, and you know what? I'm going to be bold. I'm going to be very bold with my prediction he should throw for at least 300 yards because Terry McLaurin is looking to play in that game now on the other hand Chase Young um he was asked by reporters if he's going to be able to go he says he's ready to go but he needs to talk to his team he needs to talk to his doctor not the commanders doctor his own doctor he has to talk to his doctor and the doctor has to clear him in order for him to be available and out on the football field. Sorry, folks, a little de Serrano. Thirsty and it's hot as hell here in New Jersey. So apologize for that. This is the type of game that the commanders should easily win. Okay, I am not the biggest fan. Uh, I, I mean, let, let's be honest, folks. Sam Howell should ball out in this game. This should also be a great illustration for Eric Bieniemy, who should be, and I believe once the season is over and done, he should be the head coach for the Washington Commanders after Ron Rivera. This could be a good example for him to illustrate and show people why he's more than a product of Andy Reid because a lot of times he didn't get the credit or recognition that I thought he deserved because a lot of times he was used. Well, you know what? Was he ever accused of call? Was he ever, did he ever call plays while he was there in Kansas city? In the case of, in the case with Eric B that wasn't the case because a lot of people thought, Oh, well, that's just Andy Reid. That's just the system. Yet they never said that with Matt Nagy, Doug Peterson, and all the other coaches. This is also a great opportunity for, uh, for Eric Bieniemy to show people, look, I'm more than the Andy Reid coaching tree. I'm more than what I'm capable of. Give me an opportunity. Give me a chance. Let me show you what I'm capable of and then go from there. And I think Eric Bieniemy has a tremendous opportunity to do that. Now, Chase Young, if he can't play, if he's not available, and look, it's week one, and this has to be a big breakout year for Chase Young, if he wants to stay with the commanders and if the commanders are willing to give him a contract that he wants. Because I've said it before, folks, look, the commanders did not pick up his fifth year option. They did not pick up his fifth year option, and on top of that... Within three years, we've seen where Nick Bosa, and Nick Bosa got his money. You know, shout-outs to Nick Bosa, five-year, uh, $170 million contract, $122.5 million guaranteed. Because unlike Chase Young, he's been available. He's made three Pro Bowls, a couple of first-team All-Pros, the reigning defensive player of the year. And you look at Micah Parsons who is, in my opinion, is going to win Defensive Player of the Year. If Chase Young wants to resemble into being the player that he was, he's got to ball out this season. And look at the other parts around him on the defensive side. You got Deron Payne, who's coming off a Pro Bowl caliber season with 11, 11 and a half sacks. We also have another good defensive lineman in Jonathan Taylor. uh, Jonathan, I'm sorry, Jonathan Allen. We also got Montez Sweat. We got a plethora of pieces on the defensive side. Now, our concerns are our linebackers and our secondary. I think Emmanuel Forbes is going to actually ball out. Not in this game, but throughout the season. And even though I was kind of skeptical of him at first because I felt like we should have went with Christian Gonzalez, the cornerback of Oregon. But Emmanuel Forbes has been stepping it up. And with Sam Howell as the signal caller, if this were an opportunity for him to ball out in this game, uh, ball out, it, this is the game. I think he should put up 300 yards or close to it in at least three touchdowns because of the competition that you're going up against and it's a home game. This would be a great opportunity for you to shut people Particularly, critics like myself, up, because I've been very critical, and I'm not sure with Sam Howell. I've said it before: tank the rest of the season to try to get the hand, try to get Caleb Williams. Okay, but this could be a great test for Sam Howell. This could also be a great test for Eric Bieniemy. This could also be a great test for Washington, because believe it or not, folks, there are some people that I've talked to that I've been on podcasts. They actually told me Washington is a lot better than you're actually giving them credit for Sports PSP. They should actually finish third in the division, maybe even higher. And this could be a great test. And Sam Howell, to his credit, he played well in the preseason and he looked sharp. He looked very impressive. His best preseason game was the Monday night football game against the Ravens. If he was able to do that, even though I understand it's a preseason game, but going up against this team in the Arizona Cardinals, you should win this one. And you should ball out in this one. And um, if Terry McLaurin is there, th- that would be also be that's also great for Sam Howell. And it's also great because. I talked about it before, folks, the underrated wide receiver duo of Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson. We talk about A.J. Smith, uh, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. We talk about Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis. We talk about Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. At some point, we need to talk about Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson. And when you look at what Jahan Dotson has also done in the preseason, he stepped up and he's played well, okay? Now there are – and also, the reason why I expect Sam Howell to ball out is because the Cardinals last year, they were the 24th passing defense in the NFL last year. They were 24th in the NFL and passing defense. And when you look at team defense last year – they were 31st in the NFL. Behind um, the, Only the Chicago Bears were worse than them. Only the Chicago Bears were worse than the Arizona Cardinals. And the Cardinals, right now, at this particular point, they are in complete tanking mode. They are in complete tanking mode. They are right now a bad football team. And this is a great opportunity for the Commanders to win this game. Anything less than a win is totally, in my opinion, unacceptable. It's bullshit if you can't get a win against this team. And believe it or not, folks, if they lose to this team, I'll be roasting their ass. Mark my words. I will be doing a whether a Twitter Live or going on StreamYard and and getting, oh, my God, folks, I'm going to have a lot to say. If the Commanders can't win this game, you are a seven-point favorite heading into this game. This is yours. You got to win this game, and you got to show people, give an indication. That this team is no joke, albeit against the Cardinals, you gotta win this one. You can't win this one. Mark my words, I'm roasting the Commanders' ass. I'm getting on the Commanders. I'm getting on Ron Rivera because I've said it before, folks, and I'm not gonna stop. Ron Rivera got to get the fuck out of there. He's got to get the fuck out of there because, as a head coach, he ain't worth sh- uh, He he's a waste of my time right now. And, I, and it's hard for me to trust them. It's hard for me to trust them, man. You got to win this one. You got to win this one. No excuses. Period. End of story. You got to win this one. The commanders got to win this one. If they fail short against th- this team... This football team with no Kyler Murray and with a team that's probably going to end up getting the first overall pick. And if Caleb Williams is not going to be is going to stay for another year at USC, they're probably going to draft a quarterback. They're probably going to draft whoever. You lose to this team. Uh Uh-uh. So what I, so, I hope that Sam Howell balls out in this one. And he should. I hope that the commanders' defense get yeah, at least four or five sacks against the Cardinals or more. This is a game in which the Washington commanders should dominate. Absolutely fucking dominate against the Arizona Cardinals. You fail short of this team. Man, get the fuck out of here. I will be going on a StreamYard Live, YouTube, Twitter, whatever, and I will be roasting their ass. Because anything short of a victory, in my opinion, flat out unacceptable. And if I hear one bullshit comment from Ron Rivera, I'm going to have a lot to say about that. I am going to have a lot to say about that. But the players I am looking forward to in this game, is Sam Howell, because I feel like this is the game in which he should ball out. The defense, I want to see what Emmanuel Forbes is going to do. And I want to see what Eric Bieniemy is going to do as far as his offensive creativity and putting Sam Howell in the right position to succeed. So those are my predictions for the game. Then let's talk about um, the upgrade with the stadium. Sorry, folks, I'm a little too tired. Yes, as I mentioned in the video, folks, the Washington Commanders, according to um, I read an article from NBC4 Washington. Want to make sure I give credit to the source. The Washington Commanders announced the team will spend 40 million dollars to upgrade infrastructure and fan experience at FedEx Field. The team, according to the commanders, that investment will also go go toward new ticket scanning pedestals, three new suites with themes of arcade, team history, and military point-of-sale upgrades. Also, updated commanders' branded imagery around the stadium, including signage on the exterior and concourse, maintenance repairs to the bowl, paint around the stadium. Also, anyone headed to the team's home opener on September 10th can expect to see a difference already, according to Trista Landon, who is the Senior Vice President of Operations and Guest Experience. Also, a performance before the game by DJ Cool. So... What are my thoughts on the $40 million upgrade? Thank you. Because we all know the stadium at FedEx Field. Do I need to remind folks how awful, how shitty, how garbage, how atrocious a football field that was left? All thanks to Daniel Snyder and his incompetence. Like I said, folks. We have moved on from the Dan Snyder era and we're in a new direction. We're in a new day of time with the new ownership with Josh Harris. You got to give fans, fans, an opportunity for us to be excited and be exhilarated to walk into Commander Stadium and see, or, or FedEx Field or whatever the hell they're called. And just to see the stadium. Because we're tired of seeing the stadium in catastrophe. And we saw that for far too long under the Dan Snyder era. So I'm very happy for the fans. At least they have something fun. At least they have something exciting to excited to look forward to while they're watching the football game. And the stadium, the field, should have been fixed. So I'm very happy about that. Because you know, we we have to make these huge changes. We have to give commanders fans, we have to give people something to look forward to. Hell, if we're going to fucking lose, at least let us lose in fucking style. We don't want to lose while we see our stadium our field in catastrophe and that's what we've dealt with for far too long with dan snyder but thank god josh harris is now the new owner of the team at least we have something to look forward to as an organization because man um at least at least washington at least no one could say with josh harris as an owner that our field is a catastrophe that our field is an embarrassment. That it, it it's horrible. It's horrendous. And it's been a while, man. And and and, I, 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 and when I heard the news, I'm I'm very happy, very very happy, because again, no one could laugh at us as Commanders fans. No one can make fun of our stadium, our field anymore. Now people can look at us and say, you see, Washington, they're taking good steps. They're heading in a new direction with the new organization, with the new ownership. So as a Commanders fan, I am very pleased and very satisfied with the decision by the Commanders. You know, last week I talked about My predictions with the Commanders finishing the division. I had the Commanders finishing 8-9 and this season. I do not have them winning the division, and I do not see them doing anything much as far as winning the division or making the playoffs. What they are going to show us, however, is hope. They're not going to take the rest of the season to try to get their hands on Caleb Williams. Although I would love to see that happen, but that's never going to happen. They're looking in a different direction and they're going with Sam Howell. Sam Howell um I think he's going to be fine in this game and I think he's going to do well this season after doing some homework and research and after watching him in Just watching him from North Carolina, I think he'll be okay. Do I think he's going to be a franchise quarterback for our organization? No, I don't see that. The problem that I have with Sam Howell, he's going to be behind that O-line in Washington. And that O-line in Washington, let's just be honest, folks. That is just bad. That's a bad O-line, man. And if you look at our line, I mean, last year. According to Pro... I forgot to put up the source, but I read it from StatMuse. The Washington Commanders gave up the 48 sacks... Gave up 48 sacks in 2022, which was 7th most in the NFL last season. If we're going to have a chance to win, not just this game, but also win throughout the season, it all comes down to our offensive line. Our offensive line has to put Sam Howell in a position to flourish. Now, Sam Howell's going to have to make some plays with his legs. And Sam Howell, to his credit, is a lot more mobile than I actually thought. Sam Howell can move a little bit. And Sam Howell has some size. He's about 6'1", 220-ish. But I do think in order for him to be in a good situation... That offensive line has to step up. And if you look at our offensive line within that division in the NFC East, it's the worst. Dallas's O-line, the Eagles, the Eagles O-line is number 1. Dallas's O-line is number 2. The Giants' O-line is number 3. The Commanders is 4th. And if we don't do a good job of protecting Sam Howell, then how the hell are we expected to go forward? Even though I love to see Sam Howell be more athletic, and I would love to see Sam Howell be like a dual threat type of quarterback, but that's not who he is, folks. Sam Howell is mobile, but I, I in order for Sam Howell to succeed, it comes to him, but also that offensive line. That offensive line is going to have to put him in a position in order to give him enough protection within the pocket and to be able to deliver the ball. So if Sam, I mean, it comes down to the offensive line. And it also comes down to Eric Bianami. But I do believe that Sam Howell will be all right. And then, like I said, folks, our defense and it comes down to chase young i would love to see chase young play ball in this game do well and i hope that chase young has a breakout season so that he could be mentioned and he could and that we could be justified for taking him with the second overall pick because looking back in that draft You know, with that number two overall pick, we had a chance to not only draft Tua Tagovailoa, we also could have had a chance to draft Justin Herbert. Believe it or not, if we actually drafted Justin Herbert with the second overall pick, can you imagine how good it would be for Commanders fans? Justin Herbert, if you look at him right now, is a top-five quarterback in the National Football League. He's He has everything that you want from a quarterback, 6'6", 230, 235, 240, however he weighs. To play in that division, he might be the best quarterback in that division outside of Jalen Hurts. Right now, I have Jalen Hurts better than... Um, Justin Herbert. I got Mahomes one, Burrow two, Josh Allen three, Jalen Hurts four. I have Justin Herbert five. But can you imagine Justin Herbert with the commanders? Can you imagine? So Chase Young, I, I, I mean, and if he wants to get his money, If he wants to get the bag this fucking season, he's got to ball out. And, you know, we've heard the reports about trading him either to Pittsburgh, Baltimore, whatever the case may be. And if we decide to trade him, we cannot lose Montez Sweat. And also, folks, I believe Montez Sweat is going to have a hell of a season, too. Montez Sweat is going to have double-digit sacks. Montez Sweat is going to ball out. We talk about Chase Young. We talk about Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen. Don't forget Montez Sweat, man. And also, happy belated birthday. His birthday was recently. I think Montez Sweat is going to ball out. If we lose Chase Young, we can't lose Montez Sweat. So, that's all I'm going to say. And to wrap up the show, folks. I got one last topic because, and I thought about this very long and hard, folks. And my boy J, PJJ, go follow him on TikTok, Instagram. I was on my boy Brandon from the Blocks podcast. And by the way, go like and subscribe to his um podcast and his YouTube. It's always on Monday nights, 7 p.m. I'm always on there. Jay mentioned on Brandon's podcast that Sam Howell will have a better season this season than Derek Carr. And I feel like he's trying to fool me because, again, he's a Steelers fan and I I got love for Jay, but I feel like he's trying to pull one on me. And I, I came up with this topic. That I'm about to do. It's a start, bench, or cut. That's right, folks. Start, bench, or cut. Between Sam Howell, Derek Carr, and his boy, Kenny Pickett. That's right, folks. Kenny Pickett. For me, and I think Derek Carr has been taking a shit ton of criticism. Look, Derek Carr may not be the best quarterback in the world, but I think he was subjected to a lot of horrible situations in Las Vegas with John Gruden. And of course, um, um who's the oh yeah, Henry Ruggs the third, Derek um Damon Arnett or Derek Arnett. Derek Carr was in a terrible situation with the Raiders. And on top of that, that defense. Considering the fact that he's in the NFC South and he's with the New Orleans Saints and he's reunited with his former defensive coordinator going back to the Raiders, Dennis Allen, who they've built and had a repair, a rapport, a relationship going back to their days with um, Oakland. I do think that Derek Carr is going to play well this season. So I'm going to start Derek Carr. And I think Derek Carr is going to ball out and have a Pro Bowl season. Because if you look at the NFC, outside of Jalen Hurts right now, folks, you look at the quarterbacks within that conference, who can you say is the second best? Dak Prescott, Jared Goff, Geno Smith, who because if you look at the AFC it's just loaded and bench is it between Kenny Pickett or Sam Howell and I'm going to bench Sam Howell and I'm gonna cut Kenny Pickett even though Kenny Pickett has George Pickens and unfortunately the Steelers fucking drafted Darnell Washington, which dumbass Warren Rivera and the Commanders did not draft. They should have drafted Darnell Washington, and unfortunately the Steelers took him. Because I don't trust Logan Thomas at this point. But you know what? I'm going to go with Sam Howell. Because let's be honest, folks. Are the Steelers favorite to win the division? No. You got Cincinnati. You got um my boy Dev. And shout out to Dev with his podcast at the Bank Podcast about his wash uh his Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore is gonna compete in that division. And even though Deshaun Watson with his what happened to him last year and with all the off the field issues he's been subjected to, I'm not gonna rule out the Cleveland Browns. I'm not gonna rule out Deshaun Watson. At best, Pittsburgh's probably going to finish last place. And when you look at Washington, who has better receivers? Washington or Pittsburgh? I mean, they got George Pickens, but George Pickens is no Scary Terry. He's no Terry McLaurin. And also, we got Jahan Dotson. And also, too, we got De'Ami Brown. We also got Curtis Samuel. We got some valid, legitimate deep threats. And also, he talks. Uh, Jay talks about Najee Harris. Don't sleep on Brian Robinson, and don't sleep on Antonio Gibson, and especially who we got as an offensive coordinator in Eric Bieniemy. You don't think Eric Bieniemy is going to find a way to utilize those guys? Of course he is. He's going to do his job. He's going to put them in the best position possible in order to get uh, in order to get the right type of results, right type of production. So, yeah, you know what? Just like Jay said that Sam Howell is going to be better than Derek Carr, I actually believe Sam Howell is going to actually be better than Kenny Pickett. Doesn't doesn't sound a lot much to a lot of people, but to Jay, since he brought up this subject, and I feel like Jay's trying to pull shit on me, man. And I love you, Jay. You're a good dude, though. But you know what? Sam Howell's going to ball out and he's going to have a better year than Kenny Pickett. And I can't wait to see the reaction of your face when that happens. So, to make a long story short, folks, start Derek Carr because he's in the best situation. I think the Saints are going to win the division. Because they have because he's the best quarterback on paper compared to all the other quarterbacks in that division. Rookie Bryce Young, Baker Mayfield. I love Baker because he went to Oklahoma. And when you look at um I mean and you look at Atlanta, Desmond Ritter, come on now. And when you look at the AFC North, of course, Burrow, Lamar, Deshaun, stop. Steelers are probably going to finish either third or fourth in that division. So that is how I look at it. So anyway, folks, that concludes the rest of the episode of Commander's Demand. It's your boy, Sports PSP. Please like and subscribe to my YouTube channel, as well as my IG, Sports PSP, as well as TikTok, Sports PSP 3. Um, I will do a live stream Sunday right after the commanders game against the Arizona Cardinals. So go check that out. I will give you my take on the game and um, what I was impressed with, what I was unimpressed with and so much more. But anyway, folks that concludes the rest of commanders demand new episode will come on Wednesday night, 9 30 PM only on the grid network. It's a, Been a pleasure, folks. Enjoy the rest of y'all day. I'm sorry, rest of y'all evening, and God bless.